I skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. All right, we are back. Welcome to the fifth episode of The Skippables, the podcast where we find the worst songs from the world's best artists. I'm your host, Gio Chopatazzi. I'm here with my co-host, Josh Lopez, and of course, the third man, Leon the Professional. What's up, Josh? What's up, Leon? What up? What up? Hello, boys. Good morning. I'm Good still morning. trying to figure out a, a sign-on, a greeting. What up? What up? Will be maybe two episodes long we'll see what that, happens. that's pretty good what up what up is pretty good mm -hmm. i'm just Leon. gonna say good morning for every single one yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly this is the Keep first the... time we've recorded in the morning yeah this is it's before it. uh it's before noon this is the morning yeah, before noon. yeah definitely depends on where you are on on, on, on the mm. globe but definitely morning on the west coast we're all west coasters this time uh we definitely. have a very special guest super special this is somebody that i've been podcasting with for years now uh we're in another podcast this is kind of a, a you know super group of, of sorts a crossover episode ghost in the scenes own rob thomas hello rob, rob. hello hello everyone thanks for having well, me geo you forgot rob's like big credits here though I mean, he wrote an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You mean producer on Dawson's Creek, producer Grammys, on The Flash, Grammys? You know, like top single selling single of all time. True. Uh, was it Smooth, featuring Santana? Yeah, Santana wrote the coattails. Wait, is this the Rob? That was you this whole time. Contains multitudes. Rob, this is like crossing the streams. You know, when it comes to Ghostbusters. We are, it's also like when little kids pee in a, in a stall. It's like crossing the streams. This is a Buffy and Angel. <laughs> you guys ever do that? <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. We're, but you're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> that Buffy, yeah, Buffy, Buffy slash Angel episode. Crossover yeah. episode. Yes. Wait, how can it be a crossover if Angel like was originally from Buffy? Well, he had his own show. I don't know. Spin-off yes. crossover. See, here's here's the thing. If, if you're a real true Buffy fan, you would know right. that he leaves for Los Angeles. But then in the first season of uh, Angel, he comes back to um, where Buffy is. And then they have like a reunion of sorts. And he's like, oh, I'm actually out in Los Angeles now. Got to go back, <laughs> baby. You know? And so they, there is a crossover once they've separated did they do an episode on buffy where he comes back and says the exact same lines yeah basically oh, it, it. It, it's a weird so thing funny. where like i think she like she has some issues with somebody and then she like goes to los angeles to kind of like get away from it all and then like stays with him for like a weekend that's it's, just good promotion. it's pretty hot it's pretty hot it's kind of a yeah. bummer that angel ends up being one of those uh transplants that moves to la you know yeah, he saves bummer. crime he's rescuing people he's doing it for the right reasons he's in highland park <laughs> yeah vegan conchas <laughs> yeah just kicking Bl grandma out the neighborhood yeah exactly the grandma's a vampire in that scenario so <laughs> she deserves to be kicked out so um we're not talking about vampires we're talking about robots in this episode not craft work either which is something i would have enjoyed 
maybe a little bit more, but uh, you know, you saw the title. We're doing Daft Punk. Rob, you chose Daft Punk. So, I mean, I know you you visited France. Is that why you, you chose Daft Punk? Did you meet them? Uh, partially. I mean, they are pretty recluse. I would, I would talk to every computer I met in France. Uh, um, uh, but they, yeah, it wasn't helpful. They couldn't lead me to, to Daft Punk. I was in the South. I think they're Parisians. So, um, Rob, yeah. Well, on French computers, do they have the little squiggly C with the little squiggly below already on the keyboard? That's a good question because I think I just took my American keyboard or like laptop and was using that mostly. But they, it's a, like a different, I know it's a different alphabet. Like the keys are in a completely different order. I don't know if they have like the, oh, I forget what that's called, the tilde. Yeah. The squiggly C. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, with that, with the underneath. Thing. Yeah. The, the squiggly C. Yeah. Circumflex or something. Um, but they probably don't. Yeah, I think you have to do like a quick key thing for yeah, it. Yeah, quick alt. Yeah, got to alt that C. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's part of the reason. I think another reason why I chose uh, Daft Punk uh, was because I think it is a little bit outside of the musical genres that I grew up with. I remember when they were popular in the early 2000s. Uh, I think probably in large part because of them, like auto-tuning became like a huge thing. And I think the influence I had at a younger age was like, no, rock music is the only true music. All the other music is lame. Robots have no souls. So, but in my older age, I I feel like I've started to come around on that kind of narrow mindset. And, um, you know, I've, I've discovered to to have a little bit more heart for the robots. Um, Controversial take, hot yeah, take. We, Ro- robots we, have souls. We might have to circle <laughs> back one. and put a. We might have to circle back and put a trigger warning for that one, dude. Yeah, for all yeah. the robots out there. <laughs> yeah, for all the bots that listen on Apple Pod. True. Trigger warning. Wow. A, yeah. French robots. I mean, that's one thing. It's sci-fi uh, for Americans. I feel like it was one of the things that when I was younger when this kind of popped off on like a on a big level it was like it was fashionable you know dance music was in i I think leon said it said it best where he's like this is a music like that was of its time you know like it exists kind of as a time capsule and for that like when i when i was there when i was that young and listening to it i didn't really get it and now i feel like i get it a little bit more but yeah I, i I'm glad we did this now just because like they just uh, if you guys are listening in the future but they just kind of broke up maybe like a month ago right they ended their career but they hadn't done anything for like seven years six years maybe even eight. i think yeah, 2013 20... was their last album when did the last album come out I think 2013. 2013 but yeah. they were like huh. produce helping produce other people's music like i think they most recently worked with like the weekend to get some singles out Okay. So yeah, like, so their last official album was like seven years ago, eight years ago now. Wow. They work on the weekend as well, huh? <laughs> they work hard. <laughs> Working for the weekend, maybe. Yeah. They're hey. up all night. Wow. Yeah. So Daft Punk, house, French house music, not really any of our thing. I know Leon actually had more of like a, like a young ravers kind of uh, lifestyle when you were like 13, 14, right? Yeah, this is a this is a throwback to uh, 
flyer parties where you go to the backyard <laughs> in Baldwin Park and then there's a big cholo at the day at the gate, you know, charging a little kid walking around selling jello jello shots. And uh <laughs> everybody shuffling. The furniture. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's shuffling. I think this might be pre-shuffle era, but uh, yeah, yeah it's so. just a lot of neon, a lot of American apparel. Uh it definitely parties. was the, yeah. the era of the jello shot. Yeah. Definitely. Parties getting shut down by the cops rolling up, you know. Was, I remember uh, definitely uh definitely an era. Seeing you um in a photo. You're, you're you're really like proud of this photo when we were younger you were like at like a, like a justice you know show or something <laughs> and like you were in a really big crowd you're all sweaty and you're throwing up the la sign yeah oh, that was a very that cool. was a i was on the cobra snake that was when i made it dude I, <laughs> la made it this little boy who this boy from uh covina made it on the cobra snake dude that was a big deal right big uh what is the big, cobra uh, snake? facebook era oh man we gotta get this is uh I mean, it's dance culture stuff, you know? Yeah. Cobra Snake was like, I don't know, I guess this is an era where, like, I guess iPhones were around, but people weren't still taking photos of every single thing. So, like, the big club photographer situation was, like, created, you know? You'd have a guy who'd walk around the party or the rave, whatever, taking photos of people and then Mm -hmm. had a Facebook or a blog of sort that they would upload all their photos. And you, after every weekend, you just go through this this blog, just scrolling and looking at like see if you it? made it yeah i was at this That's party so did i make it on this like on this blog also worked as a like oh cool i didn't know people wear that or i saw that at the thrift store i'm gonna this is a cool mm. thing to wear kind of situation <laughs> but yeah this is like pre like instagram early my this is myspace era pre-facebook this even before right. like tags in photos existed probably totally. yeah this totally. is like, yeah. post the picture to a bulletin on myspace so yeah, so like this guy, yeah, so this guy Mark the Cobra Snake was like the big LA guy. And I mean, Man. power to this guy in his twenties, just getting paid to go to parties and take photos. Take photos, photojournalism. That's a real like, thing, dude. Good who guy. knows Gonzo. what he's doing now? True Gonzo. Yeah, who knows what he's doing now? But I mean, he had a enjoyable twenties, maybe into his thirties. Like, I don't know. I was a teenager. He looked older. But yeah, that was my big claim to fame in the in high school in, when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, if I've ever heard a peak. That's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> this is no, this is, this is like pre, like you're talking about shuffling for like, I don't know. I don't know how it wasn't up, up in the Bay area, Rob, but, uh, here, everyone's getting hyphy in the Bay area at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, this is the era like where like, this is pre raving pre like EDC, like getting big and like everybody being into like raving. So right. I wasn't like a freshman. Yeah. One of the, yeah. Like around freshman year, I would be like, listening to this and I'd still be like get made fun of for listening to this you know and then to think about like the kids that like were making fun of me for listening to this three years later would be sucking on pacifiers you know like wearing like true bike shorts sweating profusely because they're just rolling on molly you know but like yeah <laughs> right is, uh, dance music wasn't big when when like the second coming of Daft Punk because that's what we got that we got the peak of you know the second coming of Daft Punk I would say right full robot right and i was just gonna say like yeah they their career really goes from like what i mean this is what i could tell because I'm, I'm a late comer to all this but starting off in like these kind of like house shows that you're talking about leon to you know like Lollapalooza, coachella like stage performance kind of yeah. like they, their career kind of perfectly like matches that that wave that that happened through the 2000s yeah or Whoa. but they started in the 90s too which is really yeah. like 
yeah they were definitely a, a big part of that that 2000s uh festival like explosion where like coachella's the uh, outside lands mm -hmm. the like the big old like outdoor like let's slam everything in a uh one big day kind of go. yeah yeah fuck yeah fest jesus i think it's <laughs> fyf fest now sorry i get censored r.i.p canceled uh, yeah canceled electric oh, are they canceled right. yeah, yeah dude that doesn't canceled. surprise me i mean i figure all these big heads of these like festivals should get canceled in some way or the other yeah just for like having even, one water line i don't even gotta listen to the details i just know that i stayed in line for an hour for a water fountain at a park yeah <laughs> cancel them for that yeah <laughs> well, i know like yeah, oh, go ahead rob i was just gonna say like i i just had a memory like i was never into those big festivals but I brought up like Electric Daisy and I felt like the thing with that is like everyone always mentioned like, oh yeah, there's always at least like a handful of people who died of dehydration like every year. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was just like a part of the experience and it was like so like normalized. It was like, Yeah, I, someone always dies. We we had a, a this guy that I knew, um, he went to a festival. I don't know if it was EDC, it might've been Coachella, but you know, he took so much acid that like he was on the freeway in the backseat of a car and just like was, you know, totally kind of like psyching himself out and he tried to jump out the window on the freeway and his friends had to like pull him back in and like you know spent like a week in a hospital whatever so festivals no good one one yeah. thing that the whole quarantine fixed was uh the coachella two weekend you know bullshit <laughs> so stupid. actually uh i actually went to the coachella the that the big daft punk coachella the the big uh diamond one right my Your freshman year of high school yeah that's they had like toured that whole year they went on tour for like an entire year and i think coachella was like one of their dates with a giant pyramid and stuff yeah that's i that's well that's how i like really got experience daft punk for the first time was that like i mean you know one more time banged really hard i mean i spent my summers in mexico so like that was a big international hit so that was on mtv in mexico constantly that's weird that's cool yeah, yeah. that video well, I, yeah. like all the time Perfect time. Let's yeah. let's get into the awards. Let's do this, it. This is the Skippy Awards, everybody. We give awards to, to the bands that we decided to pick on. And we're not picking on them totally, right? We, mm -hmm. we don't want to be totally negative all the time. We are finding the most skippable song. That is we're just the, giving it the a intended physical. goal. We're giving mm -hmm. it a physical. A little cup know? check. A little Diagnostic. cup check, physical, cough, you know. <laughs> Oil check. The, I think that's, yeah, that's when you yeah. stick your finger up their butt, right? <laughs> it's all done in love yeah <laughs> we're, we're, we're gentle doctors so um let's start off with just a little a little nip the elizabeth fraser award this is the most unintelligible vocal line that you've heard it, it's kind of hard when a lot of their songs are like Bo samples coder. and like you know snippets of people saying because like there's a lot of stuff where i could say like i don't understand what the sample is but that's because it's like a fraction of a second mm -hmm. but um it, it doesn't mean that it's a bad song this is just unintelligible you just don't understand what they're saying so let's start with rob first i i chose two of them uh one of which i remember more than the other i was like as i was listening i was trying to write down i wrote down oh yeah from homework uh, as mm. one i have two of them um and maybe if i hear it again i'll be like oh yes this is why i chose it okay let's see here we go oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
think that was a perfect example right there. Hold on. Yeah, it's that stuff. Is that a Which awesome is... power sample? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, baby. Possibly. <laughs> Which is funny, because, like, the ones I found, like, the most unintelligible were not robot voices. Like, it was this one and Crescendals is my other one. Okay. Where, like, that's one, too. Like, I try to find the lyrics, but they don't exist, like, when you search the lyrics. Yeah. A little further. They say the same thing over and over, but I can never make it out. Yeah, it's like it's y'all. It's, it's Crescent Dolls. Crescent Dolls. Yeah, I mean that's what they I say. Figured. Crescent Dolls over and over again, but it doesn't sound like it though. That is, I, they don't. Mm. They do not say Crescent Dolls. Why I do not hear that at all. Be called that because there's there's no part of hey that's in Crescent Dolls. Okay. No, they say it afterwards. <laughs> I I don't know if you're saying they're repeating Crescent Dolls over and over again. It they should go, be called hey. hey Crescent Dolls instead. And what about the woos? <laughs> yeah, woo hey Crescent Doll. If anything. <laughs> yeah, no, those are good picks, Rob. Yeah. Very good picks. I, I don't understand what they're saying, and it could be that you know a lot of it's binary too. Yeah, that's true. They're speaking in robotic languages. I don't understand it. Synthesized French. Yeah. And they probably have that weird C that they use too in binary. So, you know, mm, we don't true. understand that. All right, Josh, I know I know you're going re- 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 to go next. Josh. Oof. What, uh, I got uh, human after all. Uh, I got it clocked at a minute and three seconds in. Okay. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I chose this one. Um, I, I listened to all these albums mostly at work in the background. Um, and it took me a second even to know that they were saying human after all. I had to look down on my phone to see the name of the title. But what I'm giving this song, the Elizabeth Fraser Award, is is he saying guac in the background the whole time? <laughs> guac, guac. I wanted to say it, but I don't know. I can so. hear it. No, now that you say it, I totally hear it. I he really say, he does say pass the rope too. What is he talking about? Pass Whoa. the rope? Pass, Listen, dude. Is it pass, pass the roach? The <laughs> pass oh the roach, God. pass the rope. Pass the roach. This is, We're human have, after all. Pass the duchy on the left hand side. Pass the guac. <laughs> Maybe that's guac. Guac. That's really good. <laughs> okay. Very, very good. Um, what about you, Leon? I'm gonna have to go with uh, Phoenix and uh, I clocked it at 340. Phoenix, okay. BPM? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? saying words leon yeah <laughs> what are they saying 
It sounds like you, the first off, the key sound, I always thought it said dance, but it was just the key part. The whole time there's a woman whispering Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. what? Yeah, there's a lyrics to this. It just says Phoenix. Phoenix. All right, you know what? You and, the, me, and then the, what's it called? The story behind this one is, I guess, uh, the guy from, one of the guys from the band Phoenix, that French band, was in a band with the guys from Daft Punk pre Daft Punk. Daft Punk, yeah. He left that band to do Phoenix. So, so this is their first album. Supposedly, they just make a song as like a homie thing, like shout out his band on the or one of their tracks. I thought they had a soft spot for Arizona for a sec. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Young Lean. I love Arizona. <laughs> Young, Young Lean. Lean. They actually yeah. call that Little France. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but they're saying they're saying Phoenix. You guys didn't hear the Phoenix in there? No, no, no not no. at all. Not at all. Uh, see, that's the biggest irony of all those. I think we almost all chose on Geo's yet to choose, but they yeah. the mm-hmm. most intelligible part are the Geo parts where they're just saying the song name. Yeah. Yeah. Geo Geo doesn't have to choose, Rob. Let's get that. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I see. He's too he's too good to choose. He's not good okay. enough to choose. <laughs> so, wow, that's that's intense, dude. I don't know why you would say that about. <laughs> he, he's uh, just a plan here. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a click guy, you know. He's just supposed yeah, to click. I'm the moderator. Know? He's just the TikTok plug. Oh yeah, true. All right, um, let's go. Let's go to me now. You guys are, are picking on me. It's time for me to take control of this. My <laughs> Elizabeth Fraser Award goes to uh, Instant Crush, featuring Julian Casablancas. And it's uh, not a great song. I'll, I'll just I'll just say it say it out front. I don't like this song. Ooh, hot take. I don't like it, and um, probably because I can't understand exactly what he's saying, and it's the vocoder. Like I get the uh, last, English, the last word of like everything is like ground, round, anymore, more, whatever. Like that I get, but those like in between words, <laughs> what the fuck is he saying? It's English, man. That was English. and uh, put some respect on. Uh, you mean Sir Julian Casablanca? Has he been knighted? No, he hasn't been. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Elton John knighted. Say I'm sorry. Yeah, but if he's not a sir, I I, I will not call him that. What's the American version of a sir? Uh, Nothing. We don't have a yeah. We don't have a well, game. like what? What did Rush Limbaugh get before he died? He got the oh, middle. Oh, middle Freeman. Freedom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you say he deserves it? He's next. Next up. Yeah, yeah. dude. This guy's uh, he's got he got he's got rich daddy issues. Yeah, instant crush. Um, I don't I don't get it. I also don't like it. So maybe that's just the reason. Like one more reason why I don't get it. I don't want to get it. You know. It might be it's my favorite song off that album, though. Yeah, it's what? one of the only. It's only like one of the only like audible songs on that album. Like, yeah, you can like sit there and listen to the whole thing. Wow, until it gets to that chorus part. I don't like the chorus on that song. Yeah, no, I don't. That's no, exactly. We we can get into like the whole <laughs> us liking this band and not liking this band, but um, we can just do that later. 
Yeah. Uh, second, let's be nice, right? This is our top bop, second award. This is our personal favorite. And it doesn't matter if it's like, you know, the big song or whatever. Like it, it could, you could be any song you want. It's your personal favorite. So Rob, what is your top bop? Oh, that's, uh, so by top bop, does it have to be like one of their popular songs? Cause we have another no, award no. that's no, like, no. like a hidden one. Right. Hidden Gems is more like something you discovered while listening to it. Okay. Like, See, I discovered most of their songs while doing a listen. <laughs> okay, so good. it was hard to kind of differentiate for me. But it's like, I feel like depending on my mood, like I'll have a different like take of which one I like the best. Rob's, you know? Rob's, a, Rob's a vibe guy, you know? I'm a vibe yeah. guy. Yeah. You got to catch day me at the right vibe. <laughs> like I think out of their top hits, they have like maybe like what like three or four ones that everyone are instantly recognizable um definitely and you know and and to be basic uh i i think you can't go wrong with one more time yeah it's true that's a great one i'll save my my other one perhaps for for the for that hidden gem one okay perfect. but uh yeah i'll just i'll just I'll just be basic and say one more time. explain what i what i like about this song and why i chose it too is to me it kind of like encapsulates a lot of like what made daft punk what they are and it kind of crosses a lot of being like that house music to like catchy pop music mm -hmm. and it's a song that kind of has a slow start to it as well i felt like when i was listening to a lot of their disc discography like the first part of the song, maybe the first chord of the song, I'm like, okay, this is okay. I don't know if I really like it. But then like, as it builds and they start to layer onto the song, like it just gets better with time. And I feel like if this came up in just like a shuffle list or like at a party, or if you're just listening, any situation, it fits. Any situation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, just, yeah. Just got in a car accident. You know, you want to do it one more time. <laughs> right. Just one lost, just, just lost your job. Just lost right. your job. Yeah. Perfect. Your dog just died. You know, one more time. Yep. One, yeah. more time. one more time. One more time. Birth dog. of your new child. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, happy, sad, any, anything. Um, I also, did you guys, have you seen like the, like they did the album Discovery, like the Interstellar 5,555 yes. yes. like, mm -hmm. sync up? I loved it um that, that was fun super fun discovery is my favorite record off of, like their whole uh, discography it's not very much but like this like discovery is the essential listen i think in my yeah. opinion and it discovery it uh, discovery is like the first one where they they, they decide with the whole robot concept i think that they like, at least from yeah. what i was reading like they decided to go like go into this robot idea because i mean homework 
has some robotic things, but it's definitely way more of like a like '90s dance album than a concept kind of like Discovery is like feels like a soundtrack to that movie, you know? Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean their whole robot thing. I I like it um, because before they did the whole robot thing, they were doing like a Zodiac killer. Like they put like bags over their faces, these black bags and. Like, they went through, like, different iterations trying to figure out, like, what their thing was. And it, like, you know, it's kind of goofy. Like, they just, like, you know, like, we're having, like, the, like, oh, let's put a clown mask on. Let's put, you know, like, a, you know, paper bag over our face. And then finally, like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just be robots. I yeah, mean, the ro- the robots are really cheesy, too. But it's, like, such a clean but, and yeah. cohesive look. Is it cheesy or are we just used to it now? We're, like everything that's has, like, true did they set a mask the gimmick. yeah Craft now we got dudes though. wearing now we got dudes wearing marshmallow heads you know like little toe well i mean yeah. we have, what, we what's have that is a toe guy little toe is a, a rapper dressed entirely like a giant foot nice hot yeah, yeah. hot very hot <laughs> <laughs> well, what were you saying rob uh why am i blanking on their devo kind of i think oh like, yeah kicked it off right well i mean the dj like wearing the mask thing the dj know. like mysterious mask dj thing like mm-hmm. i mean i mean the, we got and a FDM. guy who was a uh, dead malfi you know mm-hmm. dead malfi even like untitled uh untitled artists I, I forget there's like some old house musician that just went by untitled or mm-hmm. never had a whole like artist name mm-hmm. yeah there's like they even like that modern she's like a like neo soul her name no name that's the that that's yeah, the whole yeah. thing like no name which is like mm-hmm. you know doesn't make any Ooh. sense first we got rid of the vowels now we're just getting rid of the name <laughs> no name mastercraft yeah wait wait till you hear what prince did Whoa. <laughs> watch out <laughs> oh my so gosh. Uh, okay let next top bop uh i'll hit it next just because I'm, I'm feeling frosty i'm jumping at it um Fun. off of discovery as well yeah, Froggy, I guess. Not Frosty. But ju- Frosty Snowman, he jumps, right? Yeah, he jumped. He could jump. At some point. He jumps. He jumped a cop, I think, in the in the song. <laughs> That's why he went to jail. Um, it went digital love. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a cutesy, you know, track. It sounds good. I would, like, listen to it outside of listening to Daft Punk, you know? Like, if, if this was on, like, a, you know, best of the 2000s playlist, like, I would really enjoy listening to it, you know? And it's not like extremely dancey, but it's like a very coherent song. And that's what I really like about it. You're just a twee guy, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like music, okay? And dance music is not, mu- that's a hot take. Dance music is not music. <laughs> Ooh, no, well, but, yeah, uh, we can, I think that's what we need to get into at the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Digital Love just is a, a genuinely just like a really nice, good song. You know, it just like has a sweet feeling to it and maybe i'm a lovey-dovey guy but l- let's listen to it sweet you know? yeah 
Mm-hmm. It's such a sweet song. It's lovey dovey. I'm playing it at my my wedding. <laughs> You know, Gio, I didn't know you were an Owl City fan, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I cannot believe your eyes sneaking the Owl City track on here. (laughs) Yeah, that's close. (laughs) That was actually one of the things that surprised me when going through all this because I just always equated Daft Punk with just like electronic music, but they were really like they really knew like we're blending a lot of different genres. Yeah, they got, but maybe they also influenced a lot of genres too, like Owl City. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean another one that i really liked off of uh discovery that i didn't put on my list but uh it's still good it's um face to face it's so like a tallow disco-y like it has that face european like it's just poppy and fun I, I didn't choose it but it's a good song nonetheless all right so leon your what's your top bop i'm gonna go with uh revolution 909 uh coolest intro ever but uh, I'm going to go with uh, three minutes and 10 seconds in. Um, but uh, banger. Yeah, this is a long song. Banger. I mean, Discovery is still, I mean, it's like, what, 97? So it's still just long-ass club bangers on this. Homework. Homework, yeah. Uh, it's really good uh commute music are you listening to some headphones trying to get music? Some, yeah commute Com- music commute <laughs> commute all right comrade <laughs> like riding a train you know riding a train you know you listen to this on the headphones walking down a block you know it makes it feel like the world is uh like you're in a movie you know it's one of those tracks yeah it's good um very danceable and it does show like their first album is like straight dance like it there's like really cool segues and really cool like radio plugs and but then like it's just grimy good dance music also has a coolest intro where like they're like people hanging out outside of a party and it's like a sample of cops trying to oh, bust the party right. and yeah, everybody's just kind of like yeah. mimicking and mo- mocking the cops it's pretty fun That's pretty cool. It's like you're in the outside of of like a dance party and like yeah, inside and you like, hear it going. It's like you slowly like the, the track happens is like it's like almost like you walk back in and like it starts banging harder. These guys really could produce and like sample. They are like masters at that. Like I I will yeah. give it to them. They're really really technically like innovative. They're good. Like they know what they're doing. Um it, it, it makes sense that they would segue into just pure producing after breaking up and producing for other artists. You totally. Know? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I, I think so. According to Rob, they, they've been working hard on the weekend's newest tracks, dude. So, Right. But that's before they broke up. So I'm curious to see if like they'll do it individually, not as Daft Punk or, or what, what it is. Mm. Like they're very, they're very mysterious dudes. I mean, if they're dudes anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or I thought they're human after cyborgs. <laughs> human after all might might be about us, the listener. I'm not sure. Mm. So um, I think are we waiting on Josh's top bop? 
Yeah, my top bob. Um, I chose something about us uh, at two minutes, 10 seconds in. It's just smooth as butter. I love you more than anyone in my life. Yeah, it's just kind of building off of what you were saying, Gio. So much of their stuff I feel like is overshadowed by their like big electronica, almost techno-y house music sort of bangers. But there are some little sweet ditties up in there. Yeah. And if we can get to their last album, I feel like they just went for like that kind of thing and mm-hmm. they fucked up big time, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's say with just, your chest, Gio. Say yeah. with your chest. Geo is saying this. I don't like their last album. I'm saying that. I'm right behind you. And it's not because they didn't try. Like they did try, and they got a lot of you know people that like the album. But Jesus Christ, what a fucking snooze fest! Mm. I'm getting back uh, into my my critique mode. No more <laughs> top bop bullshit. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah speaking of we're doing the morrissey award next which is of course their worst political social any kind of hot take that you think that they they made and um i mean you know rob this could be anything it doesn't doesn't have to just be you know like uh, a song or a lyric it could just be like an album title it could be if you don't like that they're robots that could be something. Oh, good. Yeah, because I did take a more kind of like esoteric approach to this. Okay, good. Which is, and we've kind of been talking about this, they're, they're French dudes, but I didn't know they were French for like years. There's nothing about their music that says that they're French. Mm-hmm. There's zero lyrics in French. There's like in their in homework, they do have like the radio station that says like hottest radio station in France or something. I wasn't listening to that. That's buried. They're hiding something. They're hiding that they're French. They know that oh, being wow. French is dirty. <laughs> and, they, and they don't want us to know. Wow. Um, true. I, I, in defense in defense of Daft Punk and okay. uh, on and off, off of uh, Human After All, uh, they're flipping through a French TV. And uh, he's specifically here, French, French to... French uh, language. It's buried though, Leon. That's yeah. that's nothing. And that's not necessarily in defense of France. Yeah. <laughs> that's just French TV, maybe. You know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a great, great uh hot take of theirs. You know, they're secretly trying to hide their their nationality. And yet France is is the place where, where they met. They met in secondary school. So they have everything to credit. And yet they don't give the proper props to France. But aren't their names like extremely French? Exactly. Daft Punk? No, no, like no. no, no. Their real names. Their real <laughs> names are extremely French. Daft oh, yeah. and Punk. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I'll I'll find Garçon or something. Guy right? Lamond or something. No, like it, he's got like five <laughs> names, like De La Homme, Guimanuel de Oman Cristo, like Scarlet oh Pimpinel or and something. Thomas yeah. Bangleter. Well, do you think them like not being um, 
I guess, uh, forthcoming with their Frenchness. Do you think that's just kind of them adding to their image that they're robots who hold no national allegiance? They're Maybe. All, all about the destruction of the human race and nothing for the forwarding of the French race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my hot take is that they are contributing to the uh, future of Skynet and uh, it's not cool with me. Yeah. It's the fact that these people are are factually robots. They're robots that have won awards. They passed a Turing test. Mm -hmm. This is nothing but the Terminator, in my it opinion. Early version of Skynet robots, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. That if you were to you know take off their mask, you would see two Arnold Schwarzeneggers. <laughs> they're, they're, they're Terminators. They need to stay away from all Tesla cars. I don't yes. even want to think what's going to happen. Also, um, another, this is a, a slight hot take. You know, during the pandemic, we've been told keep six distance, you know, feet away from each other. And yet here they have a song called Touch. As robots, you're reaching, they, homie. You have to make classic, timeless music. That's guys. a reach. Well, that's why I didn't, I didn't make it my, my, my number one. I said this was a small hot take. The medium hot take. Oh, so you have hotter takes? Totally. Burners on low. Yeah. But yes, Touch, <laughs> of course. The song itself um, doesn't fucking go anywhere, and I didn't like it. And that's another reason why I... But also, you know, don't touch. You know, ask for permission yeah. first. Wear gloves first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, what's up? What's, what's your uh, hot um, Morrissey take? My Morrissey take is uh, Television Rules the Nation. Um, mm. I chose this song because I think on the surface, they're trying to make it sound like a warning. The uh, current generation has to wake up. But I really think them as robots are trying to say and warn of a robot overruling. Dude, I think yeah. television equals robot and robots running the nation is not something I can get behind. But you know who is behind it? Mm. Daft Punk. Yes, absolutely. Television rules a nation. Um, a song that we'll we'll get to in a little while because I, I chose it as another one of my awards. But yeah, I don't like that this this whole band, and maybe that's why they broke up because you know there's probably a like a online petition asking them to to stop contributing to the future apocalypse that they're bringing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's the whole Roko's Basilisk. As soon as you find out that, you know, television is going to rule the nation, are you going to bow down or are you going to fight against them? Totally bowing, dude. Oh, <laughs> bow all day. I'm not saying. I'm just saying you got to make a choice. If you could sit down instead of bowing down, I'll just sit down and watch TV instead. Like that, that that's okay with me. All right. So, Leon, what is your hot take, your Morsi Award? My Morsi Award. Uh, it's off human after all. Mm. Uh, and it's technologic really yeah dude they're just consumerism a song i want it's just buy it upgrade it great song mm -hmm. great song but it's uh you know it's just uh it's capital it, makes me, saying it makes me feel like shopping that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> are they saying to do that or is it like a commentary on how what technology has become here's uh -huh. that, that that's a good question because we've had this conversation before rob where it's like when a, an artist makes a song that is social commentary or that is ironic right when you divorce it from the time it is made from and you look at it you know 10 years later 
you forget sometimes, you know, like people can interpret it as it just being like a literal, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you like people don't really realize like, oh, yeah, like, you know, technologic may, maybe is about consumerism. But now Leon hears it and he's like, I just want to buy shit, you know, like it changes over time. And the more time passes, the more that we have that feeling of like, well, I don't know if it's ironic or not. For me, for me, this song always reminds me of the intro to Money by Pink Floyd. But just the whole song is that just like the whole like, <laughs> like, like, like yes. cash registers opening. But the whole song just feels like that. Maybe just the way the lyrics are like said, it just feels very like transactional. I don't know. OK, I'm tripping maybe. But, you know, <laughs> you're a I communist. Ju- you've, you've already outed yourself. I did uh, I just confirm right now that uh, Technologic was used on an old Apple iPod commercial. <laughs> so <There it> is. <laughs> as much as a warning as we want to pretend it is, they're just trying to get us to buy stuff. Wow. What's up? What's up? You predicted it. You called it. Okay. There you go, man. Yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good one then. It was back in the days of the uh, Silhouette iPod commercials. Ooh, good <laughs> days. Oh, those are – oh, man, good commercials. <laughs> Okay, so now we're hitting uh, another award, the Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender Award, a song where they repeat a lyric ad nauseum to the point where, and some songs, I'll just say it, they do this on, on like 60% of, 90% of, of 90, their songs. 90%. Something like that, if they even have lyrics at all. But a lot of times it's done pretty tastefully. It's a sample, so it sounds kind of cool or something. This is a song, you know, songs that you decided don't do it well so rob what's what's your morris not morrissey your kurt cobain repeat offender award yes um as you're saying geo yes they're all very repetitive the one that i think does it most egregiously is around the world oh. uh, from uh from homework and it sounds like josh probably thought of the same one they mm-hmm. I, I i looked it up they said it they say around the world 146 times in that song it's a seven minute song right it's a long Whoa. song yes yeah, that's, that's a lot of yeah hundred times huh 146 46 times. i was grounding down okay. <laughs> it's not that quite it's, 50. A <laughs> it's basically the entire the whole song is just them saying those words mm-hmm. right let's let's give a little sample for the audience Yeah, I think you nailed it, Rob. Uh, it was my pick as well. Nice. And like, you know, I, it's like, I get it. I understand that a lot of electronic music is, you know, you quantize a sample, you write a sequence, it repeats again and again. But man, I, I know this is one of their biggest hits, but I think I was the most annoyed listening to this song. Like it got to the point and it's like seven minutes long with hardly any parameter changes at all, mm-hmm. you know, and even the sequence, the little do 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 that doesn't repeat or go or it, it repeats. It doesn't go anywhere. They hardly do anything to it. You can't. Can you blame? Can you blame the like the, the people or the people who listen to it, or the people who program this song, the people who throw this on a mix for like burning a song out? You know, like I feel like if I would have heard this. At least the first 20 times, I'd be into it. 
but now times I'm you're like, listening to the song without getting well, you know what I mean the first 20 times if this is the first time I've ever, ever heard this song ever I could listen to this for at least 20 times you know what I'm saying that's what I'm saying like it's not one of those like one and done ones you know like all right got it but the fact that we are at this point now where this song gets played all the time and like it's it, it is the Daft Punk song you know like it's just kind of like it's burned out you know just a F- F- FYI, Leon, if uh, your numbers are correct, you're okay with listening to Around the World being said 2,920 times, yeah. and that's fine? That's over two hours. Two hours I and 20 minutes. I could do of, it. Of, of around the world. You know what? Let's do you're, like you're a pandering. Little, let's do a Patreon <laughs> or some kind of thing, and I'll do it. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get some likes. To it. Let's get some likes, and I'll sit Throw and listen to that song 20 times in a row. You know? Just to prove it. Okay. <laughs> prove it. We'll Let's see how it. crazy you are at the end. Fucking crazy guy, guy. <laughs> I like how he's no, defending. Man. Yeah, you, you're defending it because this was your culture. This was your past. You lived it. And I feel like it's, it, it's good to have that personal experience because I'll, I, I'll say it. I didn't like it when I was younger. My friend, uh, Francisco, mm-hmm. shout out Francisco, was a big Daft Punk fan in middle school. And I was just like into Radiohead and not into dance music at the time. Talk so about just, a waste like, of time. Told him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll get we'll get a Radiohead eventually. Yeah, Radiohead will get it. But uh, okay, so this came out what? This is on Discovery, right? Uh, no, it's on, uh, homework. Uh, homework. homework. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-seven. Okay, so like I I got like first stages of this because this came out in ninety-seven. I mean, the music video probably came out like ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I was like, this is back in when I was spent my summers in Mexico, and my grandparents were were, were balling and had a MTV, you know, in the nineties in Mexico, banger. So this was like additional stokage because. I don't know. It was this a music video in English? So I was like, ah, like I haven't yeah. heard this. It's repetitive, but it's just like I don't know. Have you guys seen the music video? Like this music video yeah. was burned in my head. It's if you think the song's repetitive, watch the music video. <laughs> this dude's walking up and down stairs, but for some reason, every time I hear this song, I just that that image is just engraved in my head. So I don't know. Maybe some nostalgia involved, but definitely defend, defend. All this right, so- is what the pod's all about, though. Yeah. So, uh, what's yours then, Leon? What is your Kurt Cobain repeat offender award? The Kurt Cobb, my Kurt Cobain award is uh, emotion. Emotion. Oh, another, yeah. another good choice. Yeah, uh, yes. emotion at one fifteen. Okay. This album is just not good, to be honest. It's a. It's a. It's it, it's the most era album they have. This song just gives me very heavy uh, going to a show where I don't know any of the bands at Bridgetown DIY kind of deal. You know, I'm just like, Whoa. <laughs> this has been doing this for six minutes. Where's it going? You know, kind of oh, deal. Yeah. yeah. I, think I can get work, that. Yeah. I think it'd work if it was like, it sounds like an interlude to like something else, but it goes on for like six, seven minutes. Yeah. 657. Holy shit. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect description on that, Leon. It's like it's like a looper. If anyone's ever seen like a live looper, um, do a set. Not the movie. Not the movie. Not, not the movie, but like a performance, <laughs> like a music performance. And they'll start off and they sample one loop, right? And then they like, oh, I'll go pick up a guitar, and they sample the guitar, 
and then they pick up the drums, they sample the drums, and then they pick up the, you know, like a vocoder, they sample the vocoder. And by the end of the time they have their entire song like figured out and like, it sounds good. It's been like eight minutes of them building the fucking song. And you're like, yeah. dude, like, holy shit, this is so boring. Like, just, of, yeah. can you just have this pre-recorded, my guy? Yeah, like, sample yeah. the whole thing and then just play the sample, <laughs> dude. Like, what the fuck? Why am I wait, waiting for you to finish it? Like, it's cool to see. It's cool to see the first couple of times you see somebody doing that. And you're like, ah, oh, cool. Like, yeah, they're building props. It. Props. Yeah. You, you, you can do this on the fly. But like save save us some time i also think uh like this album came out 2005 and i think there's something to be said about like this really is like you've said leon of its time where like this was the first at least for me you know i was a young young lad around that time is um like the first sample uh, examples of like pop electronica sort of like birth of edm yeah, the birth of like a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, we were talking a little bit off pod how like without these people, there'd probably be no like justice. No, does it offend you? Yeah, no. Um, all I feel like they were able to get away with these ambiguous seven-minute songs saying emotion because it really hadn't been spread out as much as I think it is now. And now there are tons of people at uh, La Puente's very own uh, Bridgetown <laughs> DIY doing the them. same thing for an entire half hour set. R.I.P. Are they coming back after? Are they going to come back after COVID? They're I mean, cockroaches. Do they always survive? Yeah. <laughs> not, not no, a bad way. Resilient. <laughs> hey, hey, Bridgetown. It's okay. Sponsor. Yeah, we still want to sponsor you guys. Yeah. Sponsor us. All right, so my Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender Award is uh, a song that we've already talked about a little bit, Television Rules the Nation. Mm -hmm. This is like around the world, I I remember uh, fondly, um, I was at my friend's house, we were doing karaoke, and someone did Around the World, and it was like... It was, you know, you it was torture, dude. <laughs> That's so bad. It was torture. Karaoke? Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> but um so like whenever i think of that song i think cool. of that that karaoke and i think like how you know what a great choice that was but mm -hmm. um i would not want to hear somebody do television rules the nation as a karaoke song because it's just not as like like the back sounds like the, the actual like music of it isn't as fun and so that's mm -hmm. why i'm like yeah now that they repeat the same thing over and over again what if they had the vocorder I what mean, if they had the vocoder as they're doing it in karaoke? I'd be into that. That'd be cool, but yeah, someone were just doing it with their regular voice doesn't doesn't sound as good. <laughs> yeah, and then again, yeah, it's like it'll be cool for a minute and a half. Yeah, and, not seven yeah. minutes. Right. It's like one of those songs, definitely karaoke songs, where people forget how long the song is <laughs> until they're like halfway up there, like oh shit, like yeah, right. I, I gotta really commit. Bohemian Rhapsody type beat, dude. Jesus, by horses. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Let's get a little taste. A little taste. say that over and over again yeah sorry television rules a nation y you're marked down twice hot take and also 
Kurt Cobain repeat offender award. I think human after all, the thing that does it for me, that it's like, which is of its era, that little, like uh, that robot with the phlegmy, phlegmy throat, you know, that yeah, It just sounds like a robot with phlegm, man. Spit that looky up, my guy. I'm using next commercial. Spit the loogie out, guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Clear your throat. He's using the vocoder with, like, what yeah. in his throat. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. You know, I heard they did the music and, the like, all of the production for this album, Human After All, in, like, two weeks. They, like, they and rushed it. Shows. It. it shows. It's it's not a great showing. You they're know? about to go on tour, and they're like, let's just throw it all in there. We got Coachella coming up. Yeah, but you can't, you can't, you can't knock them for that though, because it doesn't mean that they weren't preparing for it. You know, they could have yeah. been like just True. prepping it and like, like uh, just just different kind of just versions of it, and getting it ready. But yeah. All right. So why am I defending them? You, I, yeah, cause... I was like, it's also a five-minute song that's yeah. boring the entire time. All right. So, uh, are we humans or are we dancer awards? It's the next award. This is. Uh, also uh, going to incomprehensible lyrics, but for the reason that you just don't understand what they're saying. Mm. Not like the sound, but like just the lyric of like, what do they mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap out on this one. That I, don't, I couldn't find, I couldn't yeah, really I, figure this I, out. I gotta tap out too. I think um, there's definitely, you can see their growth in the way that they structured their songs and the way they produced as you go through their discography. But the one thing that they didn't beef up was their poetic chops. Yeah, Everything true. is plain to see. I couldn't find one lyric that confused me. Even their prolific stuff off of Ram, I didn't get. Or I understood. Yeah. Okay. Rob, do you have one? Well, you know, I wasn't going to go so hard, but because you guys kind of chickened out on this, I guess I'm just going to have to <laughs> yeah. double down. Do it. This I is a KFC uh, double down. With the buns as chicken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rob's Choice sponsored by Double Down by KFC. You mm -hmm. bet. You betcha. Um, and I'm going to go after a big one, a big fish. Um, I'm going after uh, harder, better, faster, stronger. So this is your Moby yes. Dick, huh? This is my Moby Dick. This yes. is my white whale. Uh, and I'll just say it out because it sounds catchy in the moment. But this is, these are the lyrics. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, best, better, faster, stronger, more than our, our never, ever after work is over. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. And it kind of repeats on that. You know, work it harder. I mean, I get what they're going for. Um, and this might be another instance, too, of this song got really played out. And then, you know, obviously, famously, Kanye sampled it in one of his songs. Mm -hmm. and to me this one is just got oversaturated for me mm. and yes. is one that it's got such a catchy beat that you don't the, the lyrics kind of fade away and it's like phonetically it all kind of fits together this but, is one you're doing karaoke for sure yes <laughs> yeah um i'm also going after a big fish too actually okay um because i think yeah, i'm just kind of piggybacking on what you're saying rob is that like you don't really listen for the for the lyrics. The lyrics are actually more of like, you know, another instrument on top of like the other instruments. And so I chose one more time. Ooh. One more time. Okay, one more time, one more time. Bob. We're gonna celebrate. Oh yeah, all right. Don't stop the dancing. One more time. 
celebrate what? Why are you is, going after our modern version of celebration? By is it a birthday, fire, dude? <laughs> <laughs> At least they say celebrate good times. They're they're telling you what they're celebrating. They're celebrating good times. This is just uh, one Gap more Punk's time. Way more international. They don't have to select anything. You can celebrate any holiday anywhere in the world. Okay, for any kind of any kind of occasion, Giovanni. Thank you for being such a. Daft Punk's not defender. paying me. Daft Punk's I, not I appreciate here. You yeah, know, you're on but... the cut, dude. <laughs> I just don't get what are they going to celebrate they don't say it's a birthday they don't say it's a wedding they don't say it's life you know, giovanni life the robot they uprising. should have said it they should have said life they should have said robot uprising art doesn't have to tell you it right to your face giovanni. oh yeah skynet oh yeah all right like <laughs> if i would have heard that then it's fine but the fact that they're so ambiguous makes me think celebrate robot takeover celebrate death of humanity and that's not what I'm into. Sorry, guys. I want to continue living. So no I am to down one more to be time. a robot, just for the records. <laughs> so um, that goes for all of our um, are we human? negatives. Now, are, are we human? Are we dancers? This is our hidden gem. This is something, once again, we're going back into the light a little bit. And this is a song that you were listening to that maybe isn't like the top bop you're not your favorite but just one that like is good that you're going to listen to after this once this is all over so rob what's your hidden gem you know i was kind of a, kind of talking about this when i was going for my top bop and it's actually i was originally going to say the one that josh picked for his top bop um uh something I'm about, it. Something something, about some, yeah yeah, it's it's such a sweet song, um, and is right just something a little different. But I'll I'll go with I'll go with a different one for for this one. And again, I might be throwing you a curveball here. Um, I'll go with, and it's just like it's just trying to go with the one that's going on the top of my head is Dafton Direct, the the song that kicks off homework. Mm. Oof. Okay. Banger. Yeah. Banger. Banger album. Banger. Best. My favorite album. Fave album as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. sound is like so easily just like such an earworm for me yeah mm -hmm. and I, I really just to kind of like cap it it's like listening to homework especially like first time around not being from like you know electronic dance music background i felt like it clicked with me more when i heard their live albums and yeah. see how you know it's one thing to kind of listen to these tracks separately you know, you can almost listen to the tracks on homework almost on, on shuffle because it's like yeah. they're supposed to be like in a club setting and especially on their live albums, <laughs> the way that they layer their own songs and kind of show their versatility and 
I think they kick off their Alive 2007 with this as well, that just like is so good at setting the mood and layers on so much different stuff that just gets you like really amped up to uh to to want more yeah i think this album um it's my favorite just because i don't think that they were trying to do anything quite yet and it's like there's some like really noisy again repeat offender songs on this but the thing that i like about this is that they don't seem to be making any apologies about it like uh what is it scroll down geo uh oh no there it is rolling and scratching um i almost put that uh, as my hidden gem it's really noisy and like i saw in the youtube comments that even daft punk fans aren't big fans of this song in particular but again they're not trying to appease anybody it's noisy like electronic music for themselves it feels like whereas most, yeah, yeah I, I just I, I get the feeling in their later stuff is that they're like catering to an audience rather than and I could be wrong. I mean, no, they're I the successful right. ones, you know. Roll, right. Rolling and scratching, rolling and scratching is such a, like a prototype. Like this is a this is the framework of what you do. Like that happened later on in like the early mid two thousands. Like the justice, like the, all that French touch stuff that yeah. came about sounds mm -hmm. like rolling and scratching. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, a little just like that, like yeah, that it, stressful kind of electronic music, like that high, like that gives you that like slight anxiety feeling, <laughs> kind of like a little a little crossfaded, kind of walking through a club. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I'm th I'm fizzing. Right. I'm I thinking of like Sans Geo, please no. Do not <laughs> do not misuse this in that way. Uh -oh. Rolling and scratching sounds like if <laughs> you rolling. put a contact mic on a McDonald's Sprite. Yes. Wow. It's yeah, intense, like dude. <laughs> mm. All right. So uh hidden gems. I think Rob gave his out. Do you, what is yours rolling and scratching josh or did you choose that no uh i chose something off of homework i chose uh teachers the song's a bit more silly i know i've kind of been hard on our boys uh today but um i really like this one just because it's uh called teachers because they're naming off a bunch of djs and uh they give a shout out to my favorite house uh producer todd edwards um nice. geo it's uh, a minute and 22 seconds in DJ Skrillex in the house. <laughs> you know, like, like props, props to Daft Punk for not gatekeeping, you know, like straight up mm -hmm, exactly. yeah. from the gate. This is what, this is what, this is what influences us. I mean, it's a song called teachers on an album called homework. Right. So it's the first thing you want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Usually I get tired when I hear homework, but not this. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good hit, hidden, um, hidden gem. Uh, my hidden gem is a technologic um, off of human after all oh. it's just like I, I don't think i had heard it before and really yeah, yeah what? really I, I i'm not much of a apple um, ipod commercial <laughs> listener you know but um yeah i heard it and i was like oh shit this is this is a, a fun catchy song and i love that like, it just repeats you know Check it, quickly write it, budget, pay it, earn it, book it, track it, 
listen to that shit all day, dude. Is he is he is he talking about like cutting samples? Is he like talking about recording music? Like maybe parts of it. Yeah, cut it, snip yeah. it, zip it. Uh, play that. Uh, play that. Uh, uh. Oh, okay. Uh, this this is a um another same sample. Year. Same sample, right? Is that your same year? Yeah, they sample. I think this is the date they sample Daft. He samples Daft Punk on this. It's from the okay. beginning. From the oh, intro, he from samples the Daft Punk. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the same. Uh, it's the same. Uh, like the. The, the, the yeah bop it lyrics yeah okay so, so <laughs> twist it. a Buster rhymes um off of the big bang album hey let me take their ass back to the club real quick nice dude later later bust the album but he fucking kills it on this track this song's so <laughs> sick i mean maybe it's just nostalgic because i remember like this is mid-2000s so this would have been like Fat farms and a rubber band around the, uh, the <laughs> pant leg, you know, kind of deal. Let's, let's see if, if when he raps, if it's good. Get low, bus. Crowded mommy, move it along. If you know you about it, then get to removing your thong. To the whip and back of the truck, it's where you belong. After the yak, to be the type of raunchy shit that you Turn it up, street niggas, respect it because my movement is strong. Because we consistently rap and see my money is long. All my bitches is with me, see how they singing the song. Plus how we get in the stick and we be dicking along. Fuck yeah, dude. Digging him long. You know Bus is packing, dude. Dude, for sure. <laughs> Have you seen the size? Have you seen the size of those in. teeth? <laughs> Does teeth equate penis size? You've never heard that? I no. Mean, a man what? with a big smile. Yeah. Is that what you're smiling <laughs> right now, Leon? Always smiling. Trying you to flex on us? You gotta, show, you gotta show what you got. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have, for those listening at home, I uh, have been told my whole life that I have small teeth. That's um, fucked up, dude. And by all my girlfriends that I have a small penis. So. Oh, yep. <laughs> it tracks. It tracks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, Leon, are, are you la last one left? Uh, yeah. Last but not least, the greatest. Yes. Um, my hidden gem is going to be something about us uh, played out. I know. Sorry, guys. But it's just a banger. Can we just play that one more time at a uh, at two minutes? Which one? Something about oh, us. One more time. Oh, something about us. Okay. What? Because you said one more time. One more time. I know. Can we play something <laughs> about us one more time? Oh yeah. my god. This is, is this where it gets it? tricky. This is where. Is this uh? Is this uh? uh who's on third? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> For all you guys that like fucking was it uh like Laurel and Hardy or Abbott yeah. and Costello? Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Oh my god. I know there's a big crossover at Abbott and Costello listeners and skip a yeah. Yeah. punk. Yeah. I want you more than anything in my life. I'll miss you more than anyone in my life. I love you more than anyone in my life. God damn, that's so smooth, dude. Yeah. yeah. Really you know. I make this my top bop, but literally every time I hear on Discovery, like all the lyrics, it, I, I I just feel like it's just Al City on these tracks, and it bums me out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, it, it sucks, but this is a this is a banger. When we all got to that part, where I mean that keyboard part is just mm, it's smooth, it's silky. All right. The French are smooth. 
smooth 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 the french have funk i thought we established that they were dirty yeah <laughs> I, I didn't say they were dirty yeah. i mean they're I not mutually they they're not mutually exclusive you could be smooth. The cigarettes, true, you know, smoke. Oh, the, that's the, true, yeah. the thoughts the thoughts and ideas of, of rob don't represent the whole pod that's just but him, it is man. canon yeah <laughs> okay now all the awards that we've given out so far um they're absolutely worthless throw them in the garbage yeah get them out of here send them to mars send them to fucking mars put them in a, in a dumpster light it on fire we are now at the final award the most important award the most skippable song in your you opinion you could have skipped the whole pod and just uh, got to this award here yeah get to this point time market everything else is just you know by the wayside rob what is your most skippable song in your opinion of daft punk oh man um i think we're probably most of us are going to choose something off of random access memories based off <laughs> of how this is going yep um i feel like when i was trying to listen and i'm i'm taking this literally too because just getting in the mood i just went on you know the spotify hit the shuffle and then i don't know this one just it, it didn't put me in the mood of like okay i want to listen to daft punk it's just so different i don't think it's like a terrible song but it's just the mood was just it's just not there when i'm like okay i want to listen to daft punk which is the game of love on Ra random access memories yes when you decided to walk away when you already want to skip ahead like yeah dudes the dudes just wanted to make an alan parsons project song okay like yeah so that sounds know, like man. this right. album just doesn't make any sense with their discography dude that song sounds like dad prog you know like dad prog rock mm -hmm. the yes. whole album i feel like i'm waiting for the songs to kick in and like hit me like a ton of bricks the way that like technologic does yes mm -hmm. yes and i mean they are very smooth but i just feel like i'm getting lulled to sleep it's like a library album it's just like a, it's, it feels like it's just documenting electronic music in different stages and it's just nah it's lo-fi beats to start uh, yes and honestly <laughs> it is it is the most like a robot made this kind of album where like there's just not much feeling not much like gusto and the happiness in the music you know like yeah it just feels like it's all like yeah let's just kind of remember the good times and you know do it by paint by numbers you know mm -hmm. phone the biggest irony though is like when i look at the numbers this is and also like the sales like this was their most successful album out of all of them that's unbelievable yeah, worldwide like it chopped like it, it's like got to number one i think in the u.s uk france like worldwide it got number one which just purely by popularity of a band they got to that point in my opinion yeah there, it was their time. So let, let's get to their, their biggest song, which I think is your choice. Leon, what's your most skippable song? Uh, way to burn it. Jeez. I know it. I mean, I know. I already Just know what like, your choice is, dude. Get Lucky. Of course. Get Lucky mm -hmm. is not a bad song. It's the radio made it bad. You know what I mean? It, it, there, there's that there's that happens with some songs. You know, like It can be a good song, but the radio can just ruin it. Mo I most, mean, most played out and by proxy, most skippable. Like yes. in the deep, in the deep gets played a lot. Bangs, I can listen to it nonstop. But get lucky, I don't have to listen to it anymore. Yeah, well, I don't want Adele stand over here, dude. <laughs> yeah, <She's 
Can't wait for that song. episode. It's a good song. <laughs> Play the song, Giovanni. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night for good fun. We're up all night to get lucky. 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 Like the song is funky. It's good. I think it's also another thing we we talked about. I think off pod was uh. It's just a perfect storm, like a wrong time for this song. Like yeah. happy was around. So we just got like Pharrell's voice is just too 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 clean. It's just like perfect storm of just shit just happened where it just kind of just yeah. didn't, didn't make that song good anymore. Yeah. Um I just think if Pharrell was not on the album, it would be a better album. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> just get generally coder songs. Yeah. Like just get that song, like, but yeah. The guy who did face to face, the person who sang face to face, have them sing "Get Lucky," and it's it's better in my opinion. Not just because, uh, just for the reason that, like you were saying, Pharrell has that stigma, you know, the blurred lines stigma, the fucking, you know, happy stigma. Like he's just too kid friendly. He's too, you know, like basic pop. Like I, I, it just doesn't doesn't gel with what I want their album to sound like. You know? Yeah. Story uh, you was... mean Todd Edwards? Todd Ed- Edwards is the guy you want to sing on a, uh, on a uh, lucky. Really? Okay. Yeah. But, and he shows up later in the album too. Yeah. Fragments of time. He was Perfect. around. Yeah. So he's but around. Yeah. He should have done it. Story was that Pharrell met them at like a party, like an after party of like an award show or something, and then he was like basically begged Daft Punk to to be on one of their tracks. He said, Damn. "I'll play tambourine." If you want me to, <laughs> really? They should have left That's them a tambourine, the dude. Yeah, because uh, there, uh, NERD is on another on the Daft Punk remix album for uh, "Harder, Faster, Stronger." There's an NERD remix of that, which has Pharrell singing on it. Oh yeah, wasn't it the it Neptunes? Started that way? Yeah, yeah, Neptunes. Yeah, oh yeah, Neptunes, not NERD. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Neptunes producers. I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. I'm wrong. Okay. I'm wrong. Thank you're you. wrong. Corrected right, so- himself. That's how powerful Leon is. That's like Catholic, that's how professional. That's, that's being, that's being, uh, it's being raised Catholic, man. You know, that self flashes, you know? Oh my yeah. Goodness. yeah. That's true. <laughs> A flagellation over there. All right. So, um, Josh, what is your most skippable song? Uh, I was also Get Lucky. Did I not Wow. Say yeah, I chose Get Lucky. Wow. Same thing for like, you know, it's a perfect storm, like we were saying. Uh, I feel like from this era i can't listen to pharrell's voice anymore without thinking of despicable me slash the minions you know yeah totally maybe he maybe he should have just stuck to tambourine maybe he would have helped in a better way if he had just done tambourine rather than sing on the song agreed agreed um my most skippable is to a song that doesn't really have um, much going for it. And that's why I chose it. It's like one of the last songs off of Random Access Memories. And truly, like, just if it's not fun and it's like, if it's just like a weird instrumental closer, like, don't put it on the album, guys, please. Like, if you if you are right <laughs> now recording an album and you're like, you know, the first seven are good, the last two, they're okay, but like, we'll put it on just because we recorded them. Don't do it. Do it, make a short album. Do us yeah, all a favor. EP. Yes, please do us a favor and just like make songs that you think are genuinely like the best ones and throw out all the ones that you think are like mid because this is for sure something that they were in the studio. They're like, yeah, okay, cut it. That's fine. 
Ryan Wilson, this goes out to you. you know, yes. After the fact, Ooh. go back in time. Yeah. Shots fired, dude. Do some George <laughs> Lucas re revisiting of, of your old material. <laughs> okay, so uh, contact uh, off of Random Access Memories. I'll give you a little sample of it. By the way, this is a six-minute song. Yeah. You know, it, it, folks, uh, I've known Giovanni for some time now, and uh, Giovanni hates a solo. So uh, you'll notice a lot of his songs he hates are these big, intricate solos. Drum solo on this. My, uh, I hated the solo. drums on this, dude. You see, that's I, what I'm honestly, talking about. I knew it. Like, <laughs> I fucking hated the drums on this track. I was just like, you know, like, it's it's too everywhere. I, I feel like there's you know like they're so far from where they started that they're just unrecognizable and the song is just so bloated and fucking like non-repetitive and like like there's so many repetitive aspects to it but the drums are just like ah, i'm just gonna fucking go for it and it's like like geo, ah, geo, bullshit, geo might be dude. old might be old but he's still a punk at heart you know he doesn't want the show yeah. offness you know yeah geo you're not a big rush fan then i imagine we'll get to it <laughs> we will, we will get yeah. there Giovanni the Wham Bam, thank you, ma'am. Chipotazzi for nothing, you know. That's quick neat, ones, dude. quick easy. So, Gio, I actually have to uh, to to represent our other podcast, Ghost in the Scene. Yes. Like the please. whole concept at the beginning of the song that that we skipped over is that it's like a pilot's log of someone seeing a space alien. So, true. from that perspective, I have to I have to support at least that intro <laughs> to the song. The the evidence based um, fact that they're putting this in an album is good and i like that as, as a paranormal investigator very true but um maybe just make that like the first minute the song have that yeah. evidence and then just like skip the whole uh rest of the music because that part sucks and i'm sure they've got like the the outro of that song is really nice and like uh thought out i believe it ends with just like it goes back to the kick right it ends yeah. with just the kick so I just feel like there's a way to condense that in shorter than six and a half minutes. Yes. You know? It's a waste of, waste of our time. So I think we all chose. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh you, and I chose. You chose the one. same song. And then Rob and I chose two different ones. So let's have a, a consensus here. What do you, what do you think? I don't Rob, do, do you agree with them that get lucky could be the most skippable song? Cause I like it. I, yeah, no, I mean, in the right context too. Um, I think I think it it could work. Gio, um, Gio, you, Gio, you just shit on Pharrell, and now you like it. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. It, it's it's catchier than Contact. It's it's a better song than Contact. Should should we just send them all to Mars? We could. But I also think that that's an a fair assessment to just take because we're all. Um, you know, our word is final. We're the skippables. We're here to decide what the audience needs to skip, and with that power we can send as many songs as we want per episode yeah but i mean i mean that, that brings up the main question at the end of every episode is 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 this band skippable okay I, yeah we, we can get there sure i what say do you, what do you think? i say no i don't think daft punk is skippable all the hate that i gave out today i don't think that they're skippable Interesting. i think like as we've said today uh they set 
they influenced an entire like generation of people that were still kind of like seeing bud and like begin their careers and for that reason um yeah i don't think they're skippable but then again also there's the cynic in me just says fuck them but the reasonable side of me i think (laughs) is telling me not to skip so i'm gonna put my foot down don't skip daft punk okay don't skip um i also am gonna say skip whoa wow (laughs) also yes someone yeah i I, I, I wanted to you know throw a little a little wrench in the in the works here you know i love discovery like i loved it i thought it was a great album i thought it was super good the anime movie was great but random excess memories it's like they were good they did a great album and they just got worse and then they fucking totally lost their way with their last album i just can't in good conscience say that like they are a band that is essential listening you know mm-hmm. i'd say listen to discovery but truly like everything else in in my opinion is like leading up to discovery or just like they just lose it you know so i, I just don't think they're worth the entire listen like we did you know yeah what, what do you think, Rob? I'm gonna I'm gonna go 50-50 with them. This is like you're getting your your half cream, half milk. So your, your cream, <laughs> right? This is a half and half. It's a half and half. So so the cream, I think you get their first two albums, plus uh, I'd say their live albums, but just a live '97 and rules. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, I'd say, but sticking with the studio albums. I'd say stick with the first two, Homework and Discovery. Uh, and then After Human and Random Access Memories are skippable. I mean, I think there's good songs within those, but you, they're not good enough to like have to endure all, everything else within them. Absolutely. Um, I think, but you know, they, I, they influence so much music and like we said like it went beyond just like dance music and electronic music it changed basically every genre of music you can see kind of like pieces of influence and i i think that's too important to to let go of completely however some of their influences are like some of the music i really don't like the most they also influence a lot of really bad stuff like we said like a lot of these like dj shows big concerts of like festival shows that were just way too heavy. Like I saw the video version of their live 2007 of like their famous pyramid shows, like Leon saw. And it's just like, especially in this like COVID context that we're in now, it's just like, it was just nothing I want to be a part yeah, of. That's dirty. And Should it's not Rob, like, Rob, if it's too loud, <laughs> you're too old, man. I mean, I could <laughs> be too dirty. old, but it's just like, but part of it too, is just like, the concert experience is like you're just kind of standing there jumping up and down and it's like it's you're missing the part where you're full of drugs (laughs) i I am yeah this is true and the laser light show is cool but i mean but it also takes me to right before pandemic i was doing like some union work up in san francisco and was like put together a zed show oh <laughs> and at the at the moscone center which like if you're like working about behind the scenes of that place too it is kind of run down 
and just like he was just like in this like little bubble and just like shit ton of pyrotechnics just blowing shit up and it was like it wasn't even creative or like well thought out it was just and and you can see that influence of like i think it's a good example of daft punk doing it like they they kind of created this art form and i'll give them yeah but the what the influence of these like cheap knockoff versions are just like just so obnoxious and unnecessary. I don't know, man. Steve Aoki they used to do the cool throw cakes at people's faces from the stage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking fucking asshole, dude. That's human. That's real human activity, not robot activity. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, guys, uh, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to dip out. Um, my nephew's drive-by COVID birthday thing is starting right now. Oh, snap. Sorry about it. I double booked myself. That's totally my unprofessional point. It's all good. Uh, we we can end it right here. Just, uh, Leon, what is your last uh, uh, opinion? Is this skippable or not? Not skippable. I mean, purely maybe it's nostalgia, a lot of it. But, uh, I mean, like we've said before, uh, first two albums, bang your homework, bangs. Uh, Discovery is good, but homework is the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, hear that, Giovanni? Uh remember okay. that okay um but uh yeah not skippable i mean definitely uh they did the blueprint for the style of music uh, maybe we might be tired of the style of music that's not their fault yeah. uh can't okay. blame them for the after effects uh, but yeah not skippable Dang, are, are, you, are you guys down to reconvene for the palate cleanser because it's a pretty fun game maybe not today but just before the episode comes out yeah, sure. So um, let, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with a palate cleanser. All right, we're back. Ready for that that uh, right. palate cleanser, dude? Let's get it started. All right, dude. All right. Uh, great episode, everybody. Uh, let's get into it. I have a game today called Handled or Sampled. I'm going to name a famous pop song and it's up to you guys to tell me if the song was handled, by which I mean composed from scratch from the artist, or it was sampled from another song. Ready? Okay. Let's, let's, let's get it. All right. Song one, Still Dre by Dr. Dre. Handled or sampled? Beep, beep, beep. Sampled. Yeah. Sampled. I just sampled. 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 You freaking dorks. Handled, of course. Uh, The song was produced by Dre, but uh, the famous piano um, sample is, it was played originally in studio by a guy, Scott Storch. Wow. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, we got spoken to by Scott Storch. We got storched. You guys got secretly storched. Storch, who it burned me and I got storched. (laughs) All right, number two, Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Like you're talking about the horns, huh? Um, yeah, hashtag uh, beep beep sampled, sampled, sample, sampled. Sample, sample. All right, that's one for everybody that was sampled. It was sampled from the song Are You My Woman by the Shy Lights from 1970. Herb Alpert. Oh, 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 oh. And Tijuana Braz. All right. Herb Alpert? Uh, no. Uh, Say what? Not Herb, Al- Herb Alpert, but that's that's what I always think about when I think of brass. He invented All right, brass. next song? Yeah. <laughs> next song, No One by Alicia Keys. Oh, handled. No, what? Handled. No, handled. Handled. What? She wrote that shit herself, bro. Handled. Of course, that was fucking handled, guys. I That's didn't right. Get it at all. We're feminists on the skippables, okay? 
<laughs> so Alicia Keys writes her own song. She writes her own piano ballads. All right, next one. Uh, this is a callback to an earlier episode. Tennis Court by Lord. Handled or sampled? Handled. You don't disrespect handled. Lord. Yeah, handled. I'm just, I'll throw in a curveball. Say she sampled something somewhere. Guys, of course that was handled. Lord, our savior. Yeah. Cheeks our and Lord high colors. And savior. <laughs> Look out for her uh, album coming out yeah. pretty soon. I think August 20th. Out. Were you guys able to cover the, the latest? Yes. We, oh, yeah, we did a whole we thing. Yeah. Soul and Power. We solar talked about power. solar power already, and I'm actually really excited to have an entire Lord week once once the album a comes Lord out. Month. We might do. I mean, August might be Lord month. Who knows? In the time of your Lord. In the time of your Lord, 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord we could do doesn't the whole month. The whole month could be Lord. All right, guys. Lord last theme. one. Last song, handled or sampled. Look what you made me do by Taylor Swift. Sampled. Oh yeah, didn't she get sued for that? Oh fuck. Uh, sampled. Well, then sampled based off of that. <laughs> oh my god, who would have guessed? Everybody gets a point. Who would have known that it's all oh, all right? I usually have. Where did, where did she sample that? Uh, she sampled uh, "I'm Too Sexy" by Right Said Fred. Yes. Oh whoa, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. Well, fuck. All right. Uh, Leon and Gia, you guys are tied. Um, let's see. How do we break the ties here on the skippables? Okay. Final question, right? Handled or sampled? Do you want to do like a Daft Punk song? Because that's going to be hard because they do almost all samples. Ah, let's look that up. That would be good. Okay. I'm Googling right now. He's going to check, and we don't know. We're not Googling ourselves, one, because we're honest, two, too lazy to check. Let's, there's, there's no stakes in this game. We're not winning anything. You can, you can trust us, right? Right, Leon? There's no ribeyes in this one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no company bonuses. There's no, no Starbucks gift cards. I said no stakes. That's why I said ribeye. Get it? Oh, no. that's no. so punny, Leon. Dude, I'm a punny guy. Give him a clap. Everybody give him a clap. Round of applause for Please Leon. Clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snaps. Yep. Snaps for Leon. <laughs> All right, guys. Our Daft Punk themed tiebreaker. Okay. One more time by Daft Punk. Handled or sampled? Sampled. I'm going to give it to Leon. Handled. Well, how gracious are you, Gio? Wow. Oh you gave it to Leon the Professional. He knew it right off the back. Yeah, you see how quick I answered that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he knew. He's the professional. I'm, I'm that was, of course. Do you know who, what, what is the sample, Leon? If you're yeah, of course. Draw. It was uh, Eddie John's More Spell on You. Yeah, that's the one, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Leon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. You are good. <laughs> you are the professional. You know, I'm gracious. Sorry to have ever doubt, doubted you, Leon. Yeah, dude, come on, dude. Great job. Don't loser. do that to me. Great job, Leon. You know your samples here. and you handled those samples. Yeah. Completely handled professionally. Yeah, dude. I'm not a pro for no reason, you know? Handle that shit, fool. <laughs> Handle your scandal. Uh great game, Josh. That was fantastic. Uh, I really feel like we became better listeners through this exercise. So I want to through this episode, I feel like. Absolutely. Daft Punk as a whole was a complex listen 
all the samples kind of tear your brain apart, especially like once you do your research on it, like that song that you just said, I would have never heard it in my life were yeah. not for one more time. So it's interesting. It's an interesting listen. Rob, you were a, a great guest. You weren't robotic as as the uh, <laughs> people in Daft Punk. And I'll just, say, I'll just say, I'll uh, just say, Rob, one more time, got to have you on another episode. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to think of who else to, to dive Fucking into. nailed it right there. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, did we did we figure out if they were a band or not? Oh, I don't I don't know if they're. I, I'm going to say they're not a band. I'm going to say they're a DJ duo. They're definitely a, a human after all, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're a party crew just by no, themselves, actually. Not a band, just human. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Or dance. Erot. 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 Great. Those are, you, somebody please sample that. That was great. <laughs> uh, thanks again, Rob Thomas. Rob, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to uh, tell the listeners? Uh, listeners, uh, listen to Geo and my. We might have plugged this at the top. Ghost in the scene. Stay in the scene. Uh, as we say there, uh, we're releasing new episodes again. So. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're hitting those pods hard. So if you like my voice and Gio's voice, you can keep on listening. So you're, a, so you're, so you're double dipping again, huh, Joe? That's right. You know, if, if pod <laughs> were crack cocaine, um, I'd have a problem. You know what I'm saying? He'd be snorting it and smoking <laughs> it. I'd be, I'd be looking at it for Parmesan cheese on the floor. Like my, my That's good what friend I Hunter. Crossover. I, yeah. I plugged the headphones directly into my vein. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah listen to ghost in the scene everybody if you want to get wacky with us um little wacky ghost conspiracy podcast that rob and i've been doing for a few years and uh thanks again dude we would love to have you back on uh if you know want to cover any band or just talk about um you know ha have a musical conversation we do some free bird episodes so you can come on one of those and just kind of shoot the shit with us if you want um we got um, we could talk about who shot first paul or ringo that's definitely a conversation we could have. So uh, thanks again, Rob Thomas. And for everybody else, don't let the world skip you by. Bye, guys.